So I noticed a consistent theme throughout the season of the Apostles and the readings. And the theme is very good for us. The idea of the season of Apostles is we are the Apostles now going out and preaching the good news because we've seen the passion, death, burial, resurrection, assumption, and received the Holy Spirit. So we're going out. And the readings, not just the Gospel, but even St. Paul's letter, are full of instructions and how we're supposed to carry out that mission. And the kind of very prominent theme, very prominent instruction that we see uh, detailed out is how we're supposed to understand how we execute judgment. How we execute judgment. So much was judgment talked about. And even a very cryptic verse from St. Paul is a very interesting verse, something to sit and pray about. He says, Do you not know that you are to judge angels? Wow. So we're going to have to make judgments and have the responsibility to make some very profound judgments, and that's okay. So let's be clear on something first. St. Paul listed off a litany of kinds of sinners. So I'm going to read out to us all of those lists right now. He says, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. Do not be deceived. Neither the immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor robbers will inherit the kingdom of God. So he's very clear on that. He even clarifies just before, he makes the list, do not be deceived, don't kid yourselves. Living in active sin has consequences, right? You cut yourself out from God. Now, I am 1,000% certain that in this church, as a sample of every single one of these that was listed off. A thousand percent, sir. What St. Paul ends this letter today is with this. Pay very close attention to this. And such were, past tense, some of you. But you were washed. You were sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the Spirit of God. And so all of us fall under that category. Amen? All of us. I don't care what your past is. I don't care where you came from. The one title that's the most important to me is child of God. That's what this church cares about. And that's what this church preaches And these words are so consoling and comforting because every single one of us needs to hear them. And such were some of you, but you are washed, you are sanctified, you are justified. And that's a beautiful thing. So that's the first thing I want to get straight on judgment. That's the first thing. That's the end goal of judgment. When we judge, we don't judge to divide. We judge to bring in. Amen? We judge to unify. So let's see in greater detail again. I'm gonna, this is a whole homily about how we judge people and how we judge things. That's the summary of the homily, okay? 
So let's talk about how we judge people. St. Paul says, I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with immoral men. He qualifies that. He makes a clarification. He says, not at all meaning the immoral of this world, the greedy, the robbers, idolaters. Since then you would need to go out of the world. You have to work with people, brothers and sisters. He's not saying to avoid working with people who have different perspectives, different points of views. I've, I've known many people who disagree with the Catholic faith. And they don't disrespect my faith. They respect me as a person, and I respect them as a person. That's life. Many of you are business workers. You work with different kinds from all backgrounds, all faiths, all creeds, all beliefs, etc., etc., what have you. We have to be able to work together. That's a good thing. That's humanity. That's respect. St. Paul's not saying to avoid every single person that disagrees with you. So he's saying, again, do not associate with immoral men, not those who don't know better, who have just come from a completely different background, but he says this, but I wrote to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name of brother, and brothers and sisters in Christ, that's what he's referring to, Christians. If he is guilty of immorality or greed, or is an idolater, reviler, drunker, robber, not even to eat with such a one. So in other words, if somebody is proclaiming that they accept the faith, that they're fully in, I'm a Catholic, I proclaim it, but they're publicly contradicting that, there's no compatibility there. You cut that off. I don't care if it's a politician, I don't care if it's a business, I don't care if it's a person. If they're calling themselves Catholic and they're living a scandalous lifestyle, contradicting the faith by their actions, it's not because you want to make them miserable. They say, don't have to do with them. If, if I'm going home all the time and bringing drugs in, problems in, issues in, eventually at a certain time, the parents got to say, you can't come back in this house. Not because they want to punish me. They want to show me, this is not an acceptable thing to do. These judgments are okay, brothers and sisters. These judgments are necessary and required. They're obligatory, actually. St. Paul is saying, don't even eat with these people. Have nothing to do with them. Perfect example, I get this question all the time. Father, a friend of mine, a cousin of mine, you know, they they say they're Catholic and they're same-sex and they want to get married. Do I have to go to that wedding? No, you should not go to that wedding. Have nothing to do with that. Okay. So Jesus shows that today, doesn't he? There was a Pharisee that invited him over his house. I mean, there was a certain openness there. Jesus was all working with that openness. But there was a woman who came in. She was misjudged. She was someone outside the world. And she was coming in sincerely. This is one of my favorite Gospels. So beautiful in the imagery. The, the profound act of love in the public way that she showed it was, in human eyes, it's very embarrassing. It's very humiliating. It's very humbling. It is. Easily, easily, eyes can be upon this person and judge them. But Jesus received her, right? He showed her how to show mercy. Such were some of you, but you are washed, you were justified, you are sanctified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the goal. Jesus showed us that. That's the goal. Everything we do, when we're going out as apostles, that has to be the goal. Well, you're missing the point. If that's not your goal, 
You're missing the point. Okay. Now coming to the point of the homily, you judge things. Parents have to make certain decisions for their kids. In life, we have to judge things like, for example, here, Father, here's a glass of cyanide. Will you drink it? No, this is going to kill me. I can make a judgment. This is bad. You can make a judgment that you don't want to support certain things or companies that are outright going against your faith. Anheuser-Busch, Target, Kohl's, and North Face are learning that lesson really badly right now, that people don't want to support that stuff. And that's a good thing. But ultimately, these are the parameters we're given, the blueprints we're given, how to go out there, okay, and make judgments. This is the last thing I want to say now. I want to, it's kind of repeating myself, but the goal is not to divide. Many people like to say it's us versus them, them versus us. The, the goal of all of this is to bring people together. So if you were some of those, if you are some of those in this list that St. Paul named off, the end goal is this, that you are washed in the blood of the Lamb. You come forward and let the mercy of Christ come upon you. I don't care. I'm telling you as your father, I don't care about your past. Those who have gone to confession with me know that. A lot of you. (laughs) I don't care about your sins. I care about your heart. You want to come to the Lord. You want to be... You will belong to the church. You will belong to the people of God. You belong to the community. You'll be called a brother or a sister in Christ. That's the end goal. Don't focus on the nitty-gritty of divisiveness. Okay, we get lost in that. So I'll use these instructions. This homily today is more instructional. We'll use these to know how we're supposed to act as disciples of Christ to go out and bring others to the fold. Amen.